come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Good morning and welcome to everyone joining us here in person and those gathering online. We hope you have been blessed already by hearing the words of Psalm 95. This morning, things will be a little different as we charge three men and their families to appoint, uh, appointed by you, the church, to add to the elders overseeing this congregation. Our prayer is that as you leave this morning, you will, be, you will have been drawn closer to the, the God, our Father, than, than when you first walked in through the doors or, assign, or signed in to watch this service. Before we jump into everything, I do want to remind you to pick up your caring and sharing and uh, take it home with you and uh, check out our website, ljchurch.org. You will also find a link to this week's uh, Thursday announcement there, uh, where if you're, uh, for, for the announcements and everything else, uh, it's all there. Um, and I encourage you to watch the COVID protocols changing over the next few weeks. As a reminder, or if you are new with us this morning, we are still using a contactless procedure for the Lord's Supper and for giving back, to the, giving back to God. If you do not already have one, please take this time to go to the welcome center there and pick up your communion set in the foyer uh, for each person who wishes to participate. Your contributions are welcome either online through our website or using the QR code on the screen. There is also a box in the welcome center there uh, in the foyer that you can place uh, your gifts in as you leave. Today is a special day for the, in the life and the unfolding story of the late Jackson Church of Christ. It is also a day that has unique impact on the kingdom in this place and time. Men who come to accept the responsibilities of church leadership accept an awesome task. To be an elder in the Lord's church is to be called to the task of shepherding his flock, as if Christ himself were its shepherd. This morning, our attention is focused on the faithfulness of God to his church. We are celebrating God's gracious gift of his leadership as three men are to be appointed as elders. They join a long line of faithful men who have guided this congregation since the first elders were appointed in 1951. More importantly, they join in witness to the Holy Spirit's gifting, caring and guiding for God's people since the church was founded. Finally, we affirm our trust that God continues to be with us. The next line in Psalm 95 is, Today, if you would only hear his voice, and it is an unending call from God. So because of God's faithfulness, 
the power of the gospel in Jesus Christ and the immeasurable gift of the Holy Spirit as a congregation, we desire that everyone have the opportunity each week to, to give their life to Jesus and place their trust in God. God's invitation is open to everyone at all times. But each week, we choose publicly to offer God's invitation during our worship service. Because of the unique nature of this service, we are choosing to place that invitation here, now, at the front of the service. And, if, and so you are invited to put your trust in the mercy and graciousness of God. You can begin that conversation with us online by contacting us through the number on the screen, 979-217-3300. Or if you're here in person, you're welcome to come forward today as we stand and sing. Be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Let me be a sacrifice consumed in your praise. Let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Let me be a sacrifice worshiping your name. Let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Let me be a sacrifice consumed in your praise. Let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Let me be a sacrifice worshiping your name. If you would please remain standing. We'd like to invite our people that will be involved in Stage 2, Limitless Kids and Praise Kids, to be dismissed at this time as we're singing our next song. By the way, it's very nice to be back with you today, to get to worship with you. Next song, All the Heavens. <clears throat> Holy, holy are you, Lord. The whole earth is filled with your glory. Let the nations rise to give honor and praise to your name. Let Oh, 
church said. Please be seated. The church is a gift to believers, but the church is also a gift to those who have not yet believed by the grace of God the Father. Its only head is His Son, Jesus Christ, but it is empowered and it is only able to fulfill its calling and mission to be the body of Christ and to make disciples because it is filled with his wonderful, wonderful Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 16 verse 25 begins with these words. Now to God who is able. Can you say that with me? Who is able. Yes, God is able to establish the church founded on the good news of Jesus Christ. God is able to strengthen us through the Holy Spirit and is able to accomplish his goal that his name and his kingdom would be known throughout the world and his presence and blessing be available to all. Of ourselves, we are not able. But in spite of our flaws, and just in such an incredible way, even harnessing our flaws, for God's greater glory, we can be his representatives and witnesses. From the very beginning, Christ called disciples or also apostles, same group, two different names, to follow him, to hear his message, and to see his enacting of God's love and the breaking in of his, of his kingdom. He then appointed those who heard and watched him to live their lives, walking in his footsteps and as witnesses to the kingdom coming through Christ Jesus and to proclaim the message of that good news. They were then... Let, they then led those who would respond to that message and become part of God's expanding family. And we call that the church. Then before they left those newly founded assemblies of new Jesus followers, those who had put their trust in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus through baptism, the apostles appointed leaders to be what are called in the New Testament elders or bishops or presbyters, overseers, pastors, or, or simply those who, using the verb form, shepherded the flock to again, as they trusted God wholeheartedly, as they followed Jesus' steps and allowed his Holy Spirit to rule in their lives, that that group of people would then lead these assemblies of those who continued to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and to lead those who responded it. Through the centuries and millennia, the church, and for over 65 years in this congregation, has been blessed with the dedicated men, has been blessed with dedicated men who have served as elders. They have been men of vision and wisdom, and maybe most of all, they've been men of mercy. They have shown loyalty to God and love for his church and dedication to their fellow travelers on the journey. Their work has been a labor of love characterized by selflessness and devotion. They have given diligence to maintaining the unity and integrity of this, the Lake Jackson Church of Christ. They have been sensitive to the needs of individuals and the congregation as a whole. They have managed the congregation's affairs well. They have been men of good character exercising good judgment, and respected by those in the church and those in the community. Above all, they have been true to God and to his words. 
Brothers and sisters, we as a congregation and individually have prayed, and I know that some have engaged in prayer and fasting. We have sought the guidance of the Spirit. The personal, in personal integrity, we have participated in a process designed by the current elders and overseen by those chosen by you from among you. All of this to discern the identification of those who would be appointed by the Spirit to serve as earthly shepherds of this group of God's people, this family of God. Our trust in God, our reliance on the Spirit, our prayers and the process that we have chosen and your participation in that process have led us to the identification of three men and their wives. David and Jamie Gay. David has been David and Jamie have been long-term members of this church ever since they moved to the community to work. Jamie grew up here all her life in this community. David has chosen to be one who, while not necessarily uh, stepping into the offices of a deacon, has served with all that he could give. He has chosen to be one who has served a little more behind the scenes than in front of the scenes, and we have been blessed by that. Um, you may say, I listen to Alan's sermons better than anybody. I can actually say that David probably listens to my sermons more than anyone because he's the guy on the button that when the slide changes at exactly the right time, David's the one that makes that happen, and we're thankful for that. You have identified Kevin and Janie, Jamie Hunter. One of the earliest weekends that we came to Lake Jackson, we, uh, we were able to stay at the Hunter's home. They were not there, and yet they entrusted their home to us, and we thank them for that. Kevin and Jamie have served as deacons and ministry leaders over the children's ministry for more years than I can count. They have seen and been faithful uh, leaders of that group. You as a teacher, if you grew up as a child in that group, whatever it may be, you were blessed by their leadership. Kevin has more recently, since I arrived here, stepped into a role as a deacon who oversees finance. There are very few places that the church at more is risk of accusation, and he has led finance in a way that has been full of integrity and has helped us remain on very solid financial ground. You have called Gary and Kelly McBrayer. Gary is one of our regular Bible teachers, adult Bible teachers. Kelly has taught regularly in the children's classes and has renewed that commitment. No less on Wednesday night. That's quite the calling, and we're really thankful for that. It has been my joy to have Gary in Bible classes for as long as I have been here. He asks insightful questions. He wants to glean from what you're saying. What I particularly appreciate is that he engages in a process of hearing God's word, even when he's not the only one teaching it. And if you don't know, most teachers kind of want it to be the way they teach it in, in other ways. But he has been willing to hear others teach. Gary and Kelly have also been active as life group leaders. But church, again, above all, this day where we will call and appoint new elders, where we will reaffirm our old elders, an old, old word called ordination, calling and appointing. But in more than that, it's another powerful affirmation of the faithfulness of God and a distinct proclamation that you and I 
trust him to continue to lead us. And the whole church said, I'm going to ask these to stand. David and Jamie Gay, where you are. Kevin and Jamie Hunter, where you are. Gary and Kelly McBrayer, where you are. I will speak these words. It will be my prayer that you in heart will join me in these words of calling to these men and their wives. You have been identified for the work of elder and to serve as an elder's wife in the Lake Jackson Church of Christ. You have proven your character before us and are being asked to devote yourselves to a sacred trust that is part of the biblical story. God has always called leaders to listen to him and to lead his people. It is a role that was fulfilled by countless patriarchs, prophets, and kings in the Old Testament, and particularly typified by, king, by Moses and David. It is a role that continued into the New Testament through the earliest apostles and those they appointed in house churches and cities as the gospel spread. But its greatest expression was and is manifested in Jesus Christ and his ministry as the Good Shepherd. It is continued through centuries and now two millennia nearly, through many good people who are still called to listen to God and lead his people. Now it is that same task, that same role, that is appointed to you by the Holy Spirit. You're being asked by God in this assembly to faithfully shepherd this part of Christ's flock. Yes, in many ways, it is an honor to be asked to serve in this office. Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 3 said, Those who aspire to serve in this leadership role are pursuing a noble task. However, now as you step into this role, you are assuming a profound and tremendous responsibility. And I know that each of you have prayed about that responsibility. A responsibility that can only be accomplished by trusting fully on the grace of God walking humbly in the footsteps of Jesus and earnestly seeking the guidance and inviting the transforming power of the Holy Spirit in all things. You stand here today because we have seen evidence of your growth and have witnessed the fruit that has been produced by your life already. But we call you to partner with Father, Son, and Spirit in striving for even more. This is a serious commitment not to be taken lightly. Much is expected of you in your life and your work. It will take dedication and it will take personal sacrifice. I summarize the word of God and its calling on you to serve by giving time and special priority to these items. Prayer and the ministry of the word. The protection of the church from evil. The provision of the church to, its, to fulfill its calling and purpose to be the kingdom of God and the proclamation of the gospel both here and around the world. I'm not going to ask these couples individually to come to the front and they will respond to a shorter calling uh, in, in just a moment. David and Jamie Gay, won't you please come? And y'all can be seated. If their family would stand as well extended family that's here today and come on up close be near this microphone David and Jamie do you accept the identification of this body 
and the calling of God to be an elder and to shepherd this congregation, an elder and his wife, and shepherd this congregation, to trust Jehovah God, our great shepherd, to follow Jesus, our good shepherd, and to continually invite the Holy Spirit to walk alongside you as you serve for the kingdom in this congregation. With God's blessing and guidance, we do. Amen and amen. And the church said, amen. amen. You may return to your seats. Kevin and Jamie Hunter, if you would come to the podium, and if your family would stand with you. Come on up a little closer. <laughs> I apparently don't smell bad. I do smell bad today. Kevin and Jamie, do you accept the identification of this body and the calling of God to be elder and wife to shepherd this congregation? To trust Jehovah God, our great shepherd, to follow Jesus, our good shepherd, and to continually invite the Holy Spirit to walk alongside you as you serve for the kingdom in this congregation. With God's help, we do. Amen. Amen. And the church said. Amen. And if I could ask Gary and Kelly to come up, and if their family would please stand with them. I believe this is the first time that we've been able to have uh, our newlyweds here with us, and so that's wonderful. Uh, since they were newlyweds, that would be the way to say it. Come on a little closer so you can be heard in the microphone. Gary and Kelly, do you accept the identification of this body and the calling of God to be an elder and his wife to shepherd this congregation? Do you to trust Jehovah God, our great shepherd, to follow Jesus, our good shepherd, and continually invite the Holy Spirit to walk alongside you as you serve for the kingdom in this congregation? Yes, by the will of God, we do. Amen and amen. You may return to your seats. And the whole church said, In addition to these newly appointed, our hearts are filled with gratitude and profound respect as we recognize the four men who presently serve as elders for our congregation. Unfortunately, Craig and Ann are unable to be here today, but they are thankful to have served, and I want to ask them they're unable to be here today, and they will stand with your wives as I call your names, Randy and Sandy Moore, Jerry and Arlene Miller, Jeff and Lisa Pauls, who are with us. If you're not aware, the uh, Nesbitts had a wedding scheduled on this day long before this day became our, our appointment. You'll forgive me if this is emotional for me. We, as a congregation... Thank you for your past service. I, as uh, one of the ministers here especially, appreciate this most unique and challenging of years. You chose to engage in the struggle to wisely balance spiritual integrity and public safety. Maybe most of all, you chose not to quit. In fact, if anything, you worked all the harder. So I am personally grateful for this, and I believe our congregation has been blessed by your efforts. Would you please join me in affirming this group of men?
We look forward to your continued leadership and guidance for many years to come. Everybody hear that? For many years to come. I'm going to ask you individually to again affirm the commitment that you made however many years ago and to affirm your commitment to the principles mentioned earlier. We're going to hear from Craig and Ann first and y'all may be seated. Craig and Ann, we're going to miss you this Sunday, but we're really thankful that you would take the extra time so that we could capture this affirmation of your willingness to continue to serve. So, Craig and Ann, do you agree to continue to live in God's calling as those who will shepherd his flock, acting only for the good of the kingdom and the building up of this congregation? Relying on God's grace and with all our hearts, we do. Thank you. I will now call those who are present to, to come and do the same. Randy and Sandy Moore, would you please come to the podium? Y'all good? Thank you very much. Randy and Sandy, do you agree to continue to live in God's calling as those who shepherd his flock, acting only for the good of the kingdom and the building up of this congregation? Yes, through the will of God, we do. Amen. Amen and amen. And the church said, amen. I want to call Jerry and Arlene Miller. I believe it was only about three years ago that we called you up here to call you to be a, an elder. Thankful for those three years. Jerry and Arlene, do you agree to continue to live in God's calling as those who shepherd his flock, acting only for the good of the kingdom and the building up of this congregation? Only through God's grace, wisdom, and mercy, and with Arlene by my side, a suitable helper, one of God's greatest gifts and blessings to me, we pledge to serve alongside this congregation uh, as leaders and as shepherds. Thank you very much. Jeff and Lisa Pauls, would you please come? Jeff and Lisa, you also started this journey only about three years ago. Jeff and Lisa, these same words, but I ask you to hear them. Do you agree to continue to live in God's calling as those who shepherd his flock, acting only for the good of the kingdom and for building up of this congregation? With God's help, we will. Amen and amen. And amen and amen. And yes, please feel free. And so now will the newly constructed body of elders please stand where you are. I ask you to hear the words of the Lord from Acts chapter 20. These are excerpts from the message. I've now given it to you. Be on your toes, both for yourselves and your congregation of sheep. The Holy Spirit has put you in charge of these people. God's people they are to guard and protect them. God himself thought that they were willing to die for. And from 1 Peter chapter 5 from the New Living Translation. 
care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. And the church said, Now I would ask if it's convenient for you to stand where you are. Church fellowship, you have been given full access to this process and had every opportunity to participate in the discerning and identification of these men. We're about to sing a song, Rise Up, O Men of God. And by singing that song, you affirm your commitment to submit first to Father, Son, and Spirit, and also these who have been appointed as elders to shepherd this flock and to join them in bringing about the kingdom of God in this place in this time. I'm going to ask the elders to step forward and face you as you sing this song to them. Robin, please come to the podium. Rise up, O men of God, and on with lesser things. Give heart and mind and soul and strength to serve the King of kings. Rise up, O men of God, His kingdom Thank you all. Number one, I'm normally sitting up there and don't get to hear the sound of the singing that is down here. You all are just fantastic singers, quite uplifting. But I also want to thank the congregation and the current eldership for the efforts that have gone into this process. I know there's been a lot of prayer, a lot of time put into uh, the efforts here that resulted in the appointment of myself, Kevin, and Gary uh, as new elders today. Not long after I returned from Saudi Arabia, that was back in 2016, I started thinking about the next phase of my life, the post-Dow adventure. I had spent eight long years working on a project for my employer, traveling the world and, unfortunately, spending way too much time away from family and home. 
As retirement started to shape up in my mind, I knew I had to have something that would become a new focus in my life. With this in mind, I added to my daily prayer life the request for guidance to see where I need to go with my life and service to God. All through my life, I've been blessed with God opening doors of opportunity for me. I was blessed being raised by two strong, God-loving parents. I went to Harding University where I was able to receive a degree in a Bible-based Christian environment, which was a tremendous contrast to the environment I had in New Jersey in high school. I was hired by Dow as a, into research when I was just a lowly bachelor's degree biochemist. Coming down to Texas, I became a member of this body of believers, the Lake Jackson Church of Christ, finding at that time there were only a couple of other single folks my age here. And as a single person, that didn't suit too well for me, so we decided to start a singles ministry. Kevin was involved way back when, several others were involved. And I guess for me, I declared a success because there is my lovely wife of 30 years just this year. So I've been quite blessed there. As my career with Dow progressed, I was asked to lead larger and larger projects, which ultimately led to my working in Saudi Arabia. Along the way, there have been other challenges. It's not always been fun, but they were opportunities to learn. Through all of these opportunities and challenges, I kept thinking that God was training me for more than I realized at the time. I was being shaped for service to him. I just needed to see where that service would take place. And here we are. I haven't fully formulated a vision for my service as an elder. I, I do believe there are opportunities to add to the effective programs of this congregation. One area of interest to me is to uh, really develop more of a men's ministry program. Another one is to work with our outstanding AV team to use some of our multimedia tools to enhance the introduction of, of this congregation, this body of believers to our community, whether it's here in person or online. I'm sure as I gain experience with our leadership team, additional possibilities will present themselves. What I know is that we have a strong body of believers here in Lake Jackson. And even with the past year's challenges of COVID, we are poised to be an even brighter light in our community. As you may have read in my responses to the introspective questionnaire, I, I haven't aspired to be an elder, but as this is the door that God is opening for me at this time, I am willingly moving into the role and will attempt to use all the training and experience that God has provided me for my service as an elder. My prayers will now add the request for an extra measure of wisdom. As James wrote in chapter one of his letter, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. I pray that God will bless me with the wisdom to discern his direction in the leadership of this congregation, for the ability to be quick to listen and slow to speak, and for an empathetic spirit that will allow me to effectively serve this congregation. I thank you again for this opportunity, and I appreciate the calling to serve what I believe is a very loving, caring, and God-focused body of believers. Thank you. Thank you, David. First, I'd like to thank my, my family for being here, the boys and Kristen um, coming down, and then also, fortunately, for, with technology, my parents are able to be 
online and watch us as well. So they're up in Oklahoma at their home watching, and so blessed to have that as well. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the congregation for your support, your prayers, and encouraging words throughout the elder discernment process. When I look back on the 34 years that I've been a part of this congregation, I'm reminded of many great members and leaders in this congregation. I walked through those four-year doors in August of 1987, a co-op from the University of Arkansas beginning work at Dow Chemical. I was met by, immediately by a host of individuals welcoming me, the Vosses, the Gibsons, and many, many others. I remember the early morning Bible studies with some of the men of the congregation during that time as well. I felt the love of God through this congregation. When it came time to decide where I wanted to work after my graduation, there was no doubt that I wanted to come back to the Lake Jackson to work for Dow, and this congregation was a huge reason why. This congregation has been our family away from Oklahoma and Arkansas for Jamie and for me and the boys. Jamie and I have been privileged to raise our three boys here, Jameson, Christopher, and Andrew, with many of you teaching and encouraging them throughout the years. I'm in debt to my parents who guided me through my youth to develop my faith and gave me the great example of being servant leaders. Jamie has not only been a fantastic wife through 30 years, but also a coach, a mentor, encourager, and super mom. You can look at how good these boys turned out. Another great servant that provided spiritual guidance for me in my early years as Sunday school teacher, and then I grew, and then I grew up older as well, was Carol Wilson. Carol loved God, she loved the church, and she loved me. I would also like to recognize a true leader that guided me throughout my time in this congregation, Joe Talbot. I loved having talks with Joe, listening to him um, teach the fifth and sixth grade boy, boys, hearing all of his journeys all over this world, and teaching and preaching God's word. I'm also reminded of many other leaders in this congregation, the Thompsons, the Bournes, the Bryants, the Knights, the McNairs, the Englishes, and many, many more. As I begin this journey of being an elder for the Lake Jackson Church of Christ, I want to exhibit those qualities that I saw in my parents, that I saw in Carol Wilson and Joe and the many others I mentioned, servant leadership. I'm here to serve this congregation. When we look at the vision of the Lake Jackson Church of Christ, we see his story, his grace, our journey. God has given us his story. He's given us his grace. It's now our journey. I hope to see this congregation continuing to reach out to the local community, providing support and sharing his story and his grace. I also want to see us continue to reach out into all the world through our mission efforts. Folks around this world know the Lake Jackson Church of Christ through the work that, we have seen, that they've seen us do in the past. Let's continue to do this great work, sharing his story and his grace. I'd like to read from Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I'm stepping out in faith on this journey. I know that there's going to be challenges, there's going to be ups, and there's going to be downs, but I need to rely upon God through this journey, knowing that he will strengthen and uphold me. I ask you to please keep me and Jamie and our family in your prayers, prayers for wisdom, guidance, and understanding of God's plan for this congregation. It is only through God's grace, Christ's redemption, and the filling of the Spirit that I will have the strength to this calling. Thank you. I was told that 
when you're doing a presentation like this, you want to talk like this, you need to spend about four times more time preparation than you actually see spending it. Well, I've been preparing for this moment for 40 years. You all sit back and relax. This may take a while. Uh, as I considered this and looked through this, there's one passage that strikes to me really, really hard personally as I begin this, uh, begin that we're serving as an elder. And it's in Romans 12, 1 through 8. I don't know who picked the song service, but when it said, make me a sacrifice, uh, they didn't know what I was going to be talking about, but I just, it just works that way uh, with the Holy Spirit guiding people who make decisions. Romans 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your, uh, your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And don't conform yourselves any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind, then you will be able to test and approve to understand what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you might, but rather think of yourselves with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each one of us has a body with many members, and these members do not have the same function as in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We belong together. We have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Man's gift is in prophesying. Let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is in serving, let him serve. And if it's teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. And this is one that I looked at me. If it's leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Personally, as I am called to this, there are uh, some things that really strike. Firstly, repent of the things of this world so that I will know what God's will is for my life. If I'm hanging on to the world, I can't know what God wants. Secondly, with sober and honest evaluation, I need to know and understand what my spiritual gifts are. For many years, for, I prayed for the uh, spiritual gift of teaching, sought it out. And I've been encouraged and supported and affirmed in this uh, gift, spiritual gift. However, I really haven't prayed for or sought the gift of, of uh, leadership. And I pray that as I am now in this role, that with God's help, I get to grow in that gift. My vision and prayer for this congregation is that each of us, every one of us, understand, know what our own spiritual gifts are. Regardless of your gifts, and we're able to use them. If your gift is encouragement, 
encourage the other members around you. Might be something as simple as a note, letter, email, whatever. If you can make a meal or provide a meal for someone who needs it in their time of need. Now I know that there are many members in this congregation whose spiritual gifts include the gift of giving. I have seen it in so many times in so many ways. The generosity that this congregation has. Working in benevolence, I see lots of clothes. I see lots of food. At Christmas time, you're putting together Christmas baskets, buying Christmas gifts. Y'all have that gift. Lastly, in our Sunday morning Bible classes, we're opening doors to ministry. What I ask is look at your gifts. If your gifts fit with one of these ministries, then contact one of those ministry leaders that we can look at. Because this is my prayer for this congregation, is that we grow spiritually with God's gifts. Lastly, I am grateful for your confidence in me. I truly, truly am. And Kelly and I will always be thankful to you and to God for your prayers. I have asked Joe Hairston, who served as a deacon for many years at this congregation, born and raised here, and served most recently from 2009 to 2016 as one of our elders to call you the congregation to support these we have appointed and to word a prayer of blessing over us after we sing our song. Morning, church. It's good to be home. I uh, have a couple of scriptures here I want to read here before, as we get started. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12-13. We beseech you, brethren, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And in Hebrews 13, have confidence in your leaders and submit to them, their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who have given account. Do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden, for that is... For that would be of no benefit to you. Um, we're here, as uh, we've said, to affirm Kevin and David and Gary and to reaffirm uh, Craig and Randy and Jeff and Jerry. And uh, it's a, it's a, I guess you would say it's a kind of a scary honor for these guys. And uh, it's an interesting thing to be a shepherd. And I'm reminded that uh, things that were told to me, but one of the things that was said was, you know, we're, we're, they are shepherds over those that they agree with and they're shepherds over those that they don't agree with. And we as leader, we as a congregation are the same. And as in any family, everything doesn't go like you want it to be. And as I also heard, if everything's going exactly like I want it to be, it's probably not going right. And I think that's a lot of wisdom in that. So I encourage you as a congregation to love them, to uh, give them some grace. You know, the, I, I, one thing I will promise is that 
they're giving it their very best. There's never been a decision made that wasn't for the family's best interest in their mind. I, I tell all uh, a lot of y'all know I coached baseball for a long time, and I used to tell my boys, look, every one of you is a leader. Well, you don't have any choice of whether you're not a leader or not. You only have a choice if you're a good leader or a bad leader. And that's the, it's the same thing for us as a congregation. Someone looks up to you. Someone respects you. Someone is watching you. A lot of people for watching somebody. And it's your choice on whether or not you're going to be a good leader or a good follower and a good example for Christ. And while we are putting a lot of emphasis on these guys today, please reflect back on your own life that this, is all, this all applies to each and every one of us. Um, we're going to have a song here by um, uh, Robin, <laughs> and uh, we ask all of y'all to sing as we sing this song. Stand as we stand as we sing this song. As you can see from the slide, we're going to do this one a little bit different today. We're going to ask everybody to sing with us at the beginning, instead of just the altos today. So, please join in. Love one another.
Let's pray together. Lord, as we uh, look forward to the time that's coming before us, and we pray for these young men, these men that have been uh, chosen and affirmed today to lead this congregation and those that have reaffirmed, we pray for your guidance for them, the Holy Spirit to fill them, for them to be patient, to be loving, to be full of grace and humility. We pray for your wisdom as they make decisions that affect the church. We pray for our church as we look forward to following their lead. Lord, we ask for you to be with this congregation and be with these leaders that they can be unified, that they can be uh, in harmony with your word, and that we can look for ways to reach out to the community that here and around to spread the love of Christ. Be with us and bless us. Bless us in each one to be good leaders and to be good followers. We're so thankful for the example that you gave us in Christ, in humility and grace and love. Help us to put, put that into our life, in our daily life, and to exemplify it to the people we come in contact with. Bless us, keep us, in Jesus' name, amen. very special day to partake of the Lord's Supper. Every Sunday is a special day to partake of the Lord's Supper. But we have committed ourselves to a, in a special way to preserving the unity of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 is a passage that we turn to, and you'll hear it read, parts of it read by our elders in just a moment. And there is this key phrase, discerning the body of Christ. And so often we're tempted to pull that out of where it is in 1 Corinthians and say, okay, we're supposed to imagine Christ suffering on the cross. Not that Paul didn't think that we should understand that Christ suffered for us. I would say that the first century church seemed to be much more focused on the resurrection of Christ rather than his suffering on the cross. But as Paul wrote to the 1 Corinthians, to the people in Corinth, his purpose in including statements, other than correcting them on some bad behavior, his purpose was to remind them that when you take the supper, you discern the body. And we either affirm by the taking of the bread and the taking of the cup that we are bound together with things that are greater than flesh and blood, real flesh and blood, but instead the body and blood of Christ. Amen? And so, as we take this moment to reflect on the centrality of Jesus and who we are as individuals and who we are as a church, I pray that you will discern the body of Christ. We're going to sing a song, Knowing You, one of my favorite songs, to know Jesus in his suffering and in his resurrection. During that song, if you have children who are at stage two particularly, we would ask for you to go and bring them back to the service. Most of the time, the Praise Kids kids can get here on their own. So if you could do that during this song, Robin, come and lead us in knowing you. All I once held dear in my life upon all this world
if you would, go ahead and take your elements and take the, take the bread out. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 11, starting midway through verse 23. The Lord Jesus, on the night, was betrayed and took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's pray for the bread. Our fathers, we come before you. This is the main reason we come together before you and lift praise to you, offer thanks to you for your son who came and lived among us, saw our sins, you knew our shortcomings, and you knew you'd you knew what we needed from you, and that is for you to give us your son on the cross so we would have that remission and the blessing of being able to be in eternal life with you. Let us take this bread, knowing what it means, and lift it to you and pray in Christ's name. Amen. Continue reading here in 1 Corinthians, verse 26. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just come before you this morning just asking that as we partake of this juice, which represents the blood of Jesus, that uh, this congregation will be united. Uh, that Christians all around the world will be united in their love and their devotion and their proclamation of the uh, salvation that comes only through Jesus and his death on the cross. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. At this time, uh, we normally give back to the Lord by passing an offering plate, but we're not actually doing that at this time, but uh, there is a box in the back. Uh, you can leave your uh, offering, or if you want to, you can mail it into the church, or you can do ePay also, which uh, is, uh, you can do that from the website, or there's a QR code that is available also. But at this time, let's uh, thank God for the, for the blessing that he's given us. Father, we want to thank you for all the many blessings you've given us. We pray that the offering that, uh, that we take here will be used to uh, further your work here on earth. Let us uh, use it uh, wisely and guide us in its use. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. I want to welcome everybody here 
uh, glad you could join us, and those that are uh, watching this on video later, we're glad you're able to, to watch us too. I want to thank especially uh, Alan for the sermon today, and or for the ceremony today, and, and actually Robin and, and, and Joe, wherever Joe is, I don't see where he's at. Over, over, okay, thank you for coming back and participating in this, uh, makes, it, makes it very special here. Um, also, uh, I want to thank uh, the Elder Identification Steering Team uh, that uh, Chris Warren was chairing it, and thank them for the work they did as they selected our new elders and their wives, Kevin and Jamie Hunter, Gary and Kelly McGrayer, and, and David and Jamie Gay. I want to also remind you that... Uh, uh, if you haven't had a picture taken for the directory, that uh, there is, they will be taking some pictures in the fellowship center later on today, or later on right after services. That it would be Sandy Moore and Vicki Wunderlich. Um, and uh, if you want to just get your picture updated, or if you haven't had one, that would be this would be a good time to do it. Also, this weekend is uh, the spiritual refuel for the youth, but on Friday actually at 9:15. There is going to be a special event that's for everybody, and so you can uh, encourage everybody to be here for that. I think you'll find it magical. And I uh, want to remember this last week, Betty Stark uh, passed away, and she's no lim longer limited by her frail body, but is in the company of God. And she's probably doing some gardening up there right now or something like that. But we will have a funeral service for her here at the church on Wednesday at 12, and visitation will be before that at 10.30. I want to encourage everybody to, to look at the sharing, caring and sharing um, for other announcements. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all, and, and there's the prayer list too. Uh, one other thing I will mention is that you may have noticed uh, the church, we've been relaxing some of the COVID uh, guidelines here, and uh, we had the water, the, the uh, drinking fountains open, and for instance, and some doors were unlocked and things like that, some more today's. But if you want to learn more about those procedures, you can see the LJCC update from this last Thursday, and uh, there's a good explanation of that at in there. Um, on May 9th, we'll be rolling back some more, and there will be a special event on June 13th that you don't want to be about. So now I'd like to go to God in prayer here. Father, we come before you humbly and recognize you as the creator of all things. We thank you for the love that you have demonstrated to us. We ask that you be with Kevin and Jamie, Gary and Kelly and David and Jamie, and the existing elders, not the old elders. Help us watch over our flock and be vigilant in protecting it from wolves that would pervert the truth. Help us build, help build us up with your word so that can, we can receive the blessing that you give to your holy people. Father, we also would like to lift up the names of those who have been on our prayer list. We ask that you apply your healing hand and comfort them, and especially ask that you be with Betty Stark's family and comfort them at this time. 
Father, we pray you continue to help us heal and unite from the verdict from the trial in, in Minnesota. Help us to be humble, gentle, patient, and accepting each other with love. Help us to be joined together in peace with the Spirit. And then, Father, we ask you to bless us and keep us. Let your face shine upon us and be gracious to us and look upon us kindly and give us peace. We thank you for sending your Son to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. And it is his name we pray. Amen. Stand for our closing song. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. for being a part of this service, being patient with sitting and standing and all those good things. For those of you who know someone who is trying to watch from home, we are aware that we had a couple of glitches, uh, weren't able to get it out. It will be posted as soon as it can be this afternoon. I think anyone who would watch would be blessed. Amen. Again, thank you for being here and you're now dismissed.